You ready? Already. I'm down. All right, ready okay. to party. Let's do this. All right, ladies. Okay. We have a winner. We have a new. Hold on. Beep. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies. Is that better? All right, ladies. We have an all a brand new all star, all star season three. It's a wrap, and our new inductee into the Hall of Fame is Miss Trixie Mattel. Quite applause. How do we feel? Snaps, claps, excitement. Silence over here. <laughs> <Silence>. <laughs> Crickets. Did you hear those? Yeah. Shit. Over here in Austin, Crickets. we're celebrating. I think everyone was kind of shaking their head and very hesitant to speak first because I feel like all of us probably have a lot of emotions of what just happened. I think for me, I love Trixie Mattel, um, but I feel a little cheated from the end of this season. I don't know about you guys. You want to start off the how y'all feel? Um, I'm Chuket. This is Pavelito, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I... I since the beginning, I thought it was Shangela. So it's just the whole, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say because I felt like that um, the elimination was very unfair. And then after I saw the video of how every queen chose, mm -hmm. it just seemed like shade. It's almost like there's like extra business that we don't know about. Maybe the interview with Shangela like there was actually more dirt, but they edited it out. So we were more surprised to the fact that she didn't win. I don't know. I just, I just hated it. Like we were just mad, annoyed. We were talking about it hours afterwards. I, I just can't. I was distraught. Mm -hmm. I mean, after, after Coco, after Black <laughs> Panther, I was like, there's surely going to be a black queen in RuPaul's Hall of Fame. Like, how could this happen? And of course, another white queen, a queen gets nominated and goes into the Hall of Fame or wins the crown. I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. I don't know about you, but did it feel like like RuPaul awarded, rewarded uh, like mediocrity? Like it just felt like like it wasn't even the top person for me. Like a like competition means the best is going to compete and the, and the best out of the out of the best is going to win. And for me, it wasn't even like the first place winner, the second place winner, or even the third place winner. I felt like the fourth place winner got the crown and took the money. I felt very like angry, even though I love her. I just I just felt so fourth place. Yeah, because I think one could argue that that Kennedy deserved the third place spot, you know, because well, that, <laughs> that means you're putting um, BB in the top. Th no, two. I'm saying like the, the, com the competitors, I'm, I'm including the top like as Ben. Ben, oh, Shangela, and then Kennedy, it. then like Trixie Mattel. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was wow. Like, oh, um, yeah. I think just after the whole Ben thing, everything sort of, it did become anyone's race again, but also it was just less exciting. When you had Ben there and you had Shangela like right on her tail and Trixie trying to like get her shit together and finally finding her stride halfway through the season. And then Ben just pulled the page and we were kind of left with this feeling of, oh, crap, it's not. You want to see the all-star win. And there was a very clear all-star. And, and that, that didn't happen. And the whole entire season was framed around Shangela. Like, she was the narrator. It mm -hmm. was all about her commentary. And then at the end, la mandaron a la chingada. Like, yeah. <laughs> la stampilla, not... they sent her away, like. <laughs> yeah, it's not fair because they did a elimination like they do on Big Brother or on uh, ¿cómo se llama? Survivor. Mm -hmm. But it's like 
in those shows, you know what's going to happen and you play the game accordingly. Like they didn't know that that was going to happen. So it wasn't fair. And on the and another thing is that I didn't realize this. I was watching one of Chi Chi Devane's performances on YouTube yesterday and she talked a little bit after and she said, you know, she defended herself because a lot of people were like, I can't believe you picked Trixie over Shangela. So she picked Kennedy first because that's her best buddy for yeah. life. Mm-hmm. RuPaul's best friend race. And then she picked Trixie next because Trixie actually was really kind to her in the workroom when she was having a little bit of a breakdown that they didn't actually show on the TV. Um, so that's why she picked Trixie. She said that if she had seen the season and saw how Shangela slayed, she would have picked Shangela. But oh, they didn't. See the queens it. don't see this. That's the right. queens don't see the episodes oh, they're shit. not in, so they're voting just based on the episodes. That that's why Morgan's dumbass picked BB, and <laughs> who else did she pick? I don't know. Oh, that's and right, because she hadn't watched Kennedy. the entire episode. I, yeah. she I told she was just in two episodes, so she's just basing everything on that. Mm-hmm. And so what we're referring to is the big twist, because there always has to be a big twist when it comes to all stars, is that. That all the eliminated queens had the chance to p- pick the lipstick of the two people they deserved, that they thought deserved to be in the top two. First pick, two points. Second pick, one point. Which they didn't explain in the TV show. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't, did they? But did they have no, to? That's right. They didn't explain that to us. Yeah, it would have like made more have. sense. Like yeah. two points for the first pick, one point. For, it, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So we figured that out with the YouTube video that they released afterwards. A day after. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. And the whole gag of it is only one person selected Shangela, uh, <laughs> and it was Thorgy. My first thought when I when I saw her like not get the top was she now knows what Shay feels like to get to the top and not get the crown or at least the chance to compete for the crown at that level. You know, the top uh-huh. two. I felt so bad whenever I first saw. Her. And what was the whole point of the maxi challenge, guys? What which one? How did that the, influence like the top two? Like, in, like it didn't. Yeah, well, like what was the point? Shangela, Shangela, like slayed yeah, that she killed it. video. I thought Kennedy did the best in the she video. Did. She did great. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kennedy did the best. Yeah, and BB, like, who was fucking with BB? <laughs> yeah, she can't sew, and they had her sewing. <laughs> They're like, let's just cover, let's cover her body with sewing machines. <laughs> like, I... she, she, she definitely like bribed the producers. They're like, I need to be behind objects the whole time. Yeah, because it was like, all right. We got you, girl. There was one scene I... where they showed her from the side, and I was like, girl, that is not a flattering outfit. <laughs> like, that, that does not need to be shown on TV and HD. I feel like a little. But a little of milk had rubbed off on her because she was like, "Oh, I deserve the crown." Like she was still a little bit delusional at the end, like she deserved that she should have won. I'm like, from what angle are you deciding you should have won? From when and where? Like mm-hmm. I never. I'm a understood lover. That. I'm a lover of BB. She's like fuera, fuera. But wait, she can just like smile, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love her so much. I agree with Pavelito on that. Like, she has a pre- like, even the way, like, mm-hmm. she sits and, like, moves her shoulders. And I'm just like, Rah! oh, anything. <laughs> but she, that's because she's an old school queen. Yeah. Like, she has become, Bibi Zahar Benet is the same in and out of drag. Like, yes. she has become a drag queen out of drag. And I'm here that's for what you all love. of that's it. Todito, love. todito, todito. I don't think that translates to TV because whenever I'm watching it, it's like, I'm just like, what like no yeah and even going in like so like going into the top four did you think she had a chance of winning mm-hmm. well i think you, have you been having that two percent milk girl have you like had that for breakfast or something are you delusional 
Like, I haven't eaten, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never thought she was gonna win. I did. Yeah, I, I didn't. She don't. That. She doesn't have it. Surprise, surprise. She doesn't turn out to be the mo like the whole you know rumor has happened to be. Or is she? Oh, is, is that? <laughs> or is she? It's Candalawer. Mm. What about this whole thing where she didn't reveal her lipstick? Oh, like yeah. who she picked to go home? That was bullshit. Oh, Where's no. the video? Where's the behind the scenes yeah, video right? on that? World of Wonder. So last week we discussed this, and I was like, the biggest gag. If, I wish the producers would have been like, you know what, bitch, this is our show, not yours. I wish they would have put the lipstick box out, the box out for all the queens to see, like who was left. Be like, it, nope, nope, we're gonna make sure these queens know. It would have been so dramatic and awesome. At the end of the day, it was the most viewed season finale in RuPaul's Drag Race history, and those little details are what. They're not gonna change it, so they're gonna make bring even more drama next. Mm-hmm. I think it. W- I can understand why, because they hyped this up so much up until this yeah. point. And for me, the episode didn't deliver from what how they hyped it up. I, I was a little let down. I felt like the me too. Yeah, the last season, the actual season nine for the finale, that had energy, that had like emotion, and the hype it like lived up to everything that it was said it was gonna. And then this episode was like. Oh, okay. I, I kid you not. I was with like five guys that was watching the show. And as soon as she won, we're like, okay, want to play a game? Like there was not even a talk afterwards. It was just like, oh, okay, Trixie won. Mm-hmm. I we- took a shot of tequila and then chain smoked two cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Were you in the bathroom combing your hair crying? <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and it was falling out. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. What was with that lip sync? It was like. Like chemotherapy, it was just strange. That oh, lip sync yeah. for your legacy was so bad. Was so we don't want to get ahead, though. I know Anthony's like, let's go in order. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no, no I don't we don't have an order. Okay. Do you no, want to no. go in order? Let's start from the beginning, okay? Yeah, no. let's do that. No, I think, I think <laughs> <laughs> some some episodes require it. This one does not. It's just That's about okay. they pulled the fucking patch on us. This one's emotional. Like, and it just didn't. F- I don't think it. Sat, sat well with any of the fans of the show. Like, mm-hmm. I went online to Reddit immediately, Twitter, and everyone was just like, what the fuck mm-hmm. did they yeah. do that for? Like, you what know, the fuck was the point of the whole season? Well, this whole decision of them choosing the top two, for, it makes, like, for that gag is shocking, but it, as, a, as a viewer and a person that's invested in these queens, it makes me hate this show to where, like, I'm going to the next season thinking, do I really want to invest another, like, you know, 10 episodes, 13 episodes in this series anymore? I mean, you know we're going to. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Well, yeah. this just this just like devalues the show because if if like okay before it was like RuPaul's fave basically, and now I mean with All Stars it's different rules, so I understand you know, but it doesn't it doesn't make sense for it to go all the way like that. I wish it would have been like All Stars two, where RuPaul just picked. I don't know. RuPaul probably would have picked Trixie anyway. Right, yeah. so I don't know because it would have been Shangela against Trixie. I think he would have picked Shangela actually. If I'm thinking about it, really, I think so. Oh my God, Shangela's outfit when she came out, I'm like, that's the winner. Oh, yeah, she looked right gorgeous, there. and that that was like a purplish yeah. blue color. It, oh. I, the way I described it was, it was a, a breakfast at Tiffany's meets um, Solange. Like you got this like mix of like old Hollywood with this new Hollywood, mm-hmm. and it just looked so beautiful whenever I saw her walk out of it. Do and you, that wig was perfection. I can't get over it. It, it was, was so good. Laid perfectly everything. Uh, do you think uh, 
after what happened with this season that it will deter some future kind of contestants or people who will apply for the show just because it's no longer the best who's going to win. It's just like, it's so kind of crazy. Like on the rules, like anyone can win now. It doesn't matter how good you are. You can be shitty as fuck or you can just be so mediocre that you can get $100,000. So like all that money you put into it, all that work that you do in their show can count for nothing. I think, oh, you can go. Yeah. I think it's going to do the opposite of what, okay, so what a good TV show is, is drama, right? Drama come flama, like Alyssa Edwards says. But anyway, now the girls on the next season of All-Star are going to be on hyper alert. They're gonna, all going to be really nice to each other. I mean, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to change the way they play the game and it's not going to make it as honest. And like, do you remember season three, season four of RuPaul's Drag Race? It was so shady because these queens weren't thinking about their social media image. Yeah. They weren't thinking about like an all-stars being voted mm -hmm. off by their best friends or whatever. So this is going to backfire on them because if they think that it's going to be a fucking tribal council elimination at the end, well, then they're not they're they're not going to there's not going to be those like party city moments. There's not going to be that. When was you know, the last time we had one of those moments? Because that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That was that was like season five. Yeah. It's going to have like double effect of what it happened that one season. Yeah. Where it, it just like got boring because the contestants knew the backlash of their followers. Now you have to worry about the backlash of your like competitors. Mm -hmm. Like what, what's, what this show's going to end up is being like a fucking Disney show. And you're just like, oh, I don't I don't I, I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to I'm out. And the challenges aren't as hard. I think tricks, not Trixie. Um, uh, Jinx Monsoon winning changed a lot of the structure. Because before Jinx Monsoon, a lot of the challenges were based on what you can create, based on the runway. Season three was by far, like, I think the most difficult season ever. Like, it was mm -hmm. runway challenge after runway challenge. And they had to make everything. Yeah, out of money. You had three outfits to make this week. And then once a comedy queen won, and everyone loved Jinx, and that was sort of when social media took off with the show, with the whole Jinx versus Roxy and then Alaska after that, it's so focused on comedy now and these performances. Skits. Yeah, and I want to see the talent of, of these queens who have, you know, been, you know, at home with their machines making their shit for, you know, years and years and years. The quality, I think, is going down because the level of talent is going down as well. And you're right, because, like, look at, look at what Trixie turned out for that Andy Warhol challenge when she made that pink 70s jumpsuit from scratch mm -hmm. like and it was like and it actually fit her body like mm -hmm. I didn't think she could sew mm -hmm. so I think that that I mean I think they should do more challenges where the queens actually have to build their outfit I wasn't yeah. impressed by that at all that was one of my least favorites and didn't understand why she was on the top when I saw that come out because for me Trixie pays too much attention well she pays not too much but she pays so much attention from the neck up like that bitch worries about the details on her face and she lacks that from the neck down she kind of just does something very simple and she doesn't put as much detail underneath in her outfits and Alan. i think if she would focus more on that then she would have this amazing like she would have like um shangela moment where like the the dress and outfit matched what was on the face like she doesn't have that yet for me in my eyes there's a there's a disconnect I see what you're saying. She also needs to stop singing because she's not good. <laughs> that's you, another thing. Hey, her I album's on the chart, to, though. I'm sure. People listen to the trash now. Yeah. So it's... I, I gave a know, listen. Guess, she does a solid job, but it's like nothing crazy. Like, she uh, knows her limits, awful. and she stays in them. 
Yeah. I've actually never yeah. heard any of her music. <laughs> I just did a sample on iTunes. Oh. She should stick to talking to another drag queen on a TV show. So the question is now what Fabi has been asking me for a month or two. Has the show jumped the shark? Jumped the shark as in it's going downhill now? What does that it's mean? It's over. Like, mm. yeah, jumping the shark. Do you want me to give you the, the history yes. lesson? Yeah, jumping the shark. Oh, you me. don't know jumping? Okay, teach yes. Me. <laughs> teach so me how to years, do years ago, before you were born, <laughs> you can tell. Show, it's a little, yeah, it's a little there show. There was a show called, <laughs> called Happy Days, you know, with Fonzie and yeah. uh, Opie and all them. So uh, the show, they just kind of started running out of ideas. And then one episode, they actually had Fonzie on water skis. And then he had to jump over a shark. So when that happened on the show, it it lost so many viewers were just like, what the fuck am I watching? That they just stopped watching Happy Days and their ratings declined drastically after that. So now that's a TV trope and it's like a TV term, like when a TV show jumps the shark, like when Ross and Rachel got together or when like there's certain moments in TV shows or no, sorry, when Roseanne like won the lottery, or when whatever. Roseanne won the lottery, when when Chandler and Monica got together, yeah. like the show started to go, you know, so there's all these moments in TV shows where it's like jumping the shark. But here's the and thing. I think I think this is it. I mean, it's like all stars. Everybody's mad. And then they change the workroom. Not a good sign. I'm okay with oh, it. Yeah, I think I'm okay strange. with it because I think it's they're, they're at a 10, 10 year tenth season period, and I think it's good for that refresh where you can like kind of set everything new and kind of going forward you have this new energy. I mean, I wasn't disappointed with the Thailand um, set. Like I was, like, oh, that's not the RuPaul set, and the Thailand runways and girls are like amazing, you know. But also, you said that they run out of ideas. Like for me, like whenever I watch Project One, I know they're going to have the, like, you're going to have to, the, what's it called? The unconventional challenge. And there's certain challenges mm -hmm. that you have to have that are staples from the show. That you're expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you have to necessarily have to have like completely new challenges because like you said, you love the one they create their own, their own dresses. You know, I love whenever they do like music videos, if they're really good, like this ending where they did everyone together, that was really good. I liked that. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't think you have to run out of ideas. I just think you got to find the right things and stick with them. And every once in a while, I'll tweak something here and there. I think what they do is they play around with all stars. Um, the first season of all stars, it was, oh, guess what? We're going to put you in pairs. The second season of all stars, it was, oh, guess what? You have to send each other home. Um, and then this season was that along with Oh, we're going to bring the queens back and they all decide your fate. <laughs> but when it comes to the actual regular show, last season, what happened in the finale where it was the four queens battling it out, I think that was also honestly one of the first times where even though Shane Trinity had won a lot, Sasha and I always want to call her, yeah, Peppermint, Cupcake, <laughs> <laughs> Peppermint were all so solid. It, 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 was, it felt warranted to have them on stage lip syncing and all of us were gagged. I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, and so I think the regular seasons are still fine. I think with all stars, they're trying to stuff too many gags in them to the point where, yes, I think the all star series has jumped the shark. Now it's in this um, weird place where it's like, yeah. we need to top the, the gag of last season and the gag of last season. Um, I think season 10 is going to be awesome. The talent's awesome. It's just they're doing too much with the All-Stars brand. 
Yeah, and I think this new season of regular season, that's where we're going to find out if he jumped the shark mm, or not. Yes, absolutely. I think this, so I'm ready to watch. Like, I'm counting. <laughs> I'm counting the days. Not to sound racist or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love when people start with that? Yeah. But. Um, well, I can't be racist because I'm brown. But uh, I can't tell, like, three of the white queens apart. So <laughs> I can't wait. I hopefully I can I can tell any of the queens apart except for Mayhem. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they uh, Monet Monet Exchange. She's mm -hmm. the other black one. Okay, so Vixen, and there's Vixen. I'm excited to see their looks, and hopefully they're wearing different wigs so I can tell who they are on the first episode. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> You're talking yeah. about like Aquaria and Miss Cracker. Yeah, all, right? they look they alike. All exactly they the same. Did y'all see yeah, that? Exactly. Did y'all see that video of Miss Cracker uh, twerking on someone's car? No, no. So I'm she was. Google. I think she was at a gig and she was outside and she, she starts giving the people outside a show. And so she decides to get on someone's car and she starts twerking. The guy was like right nearby, so he pushes her and she doesn't fall. So he grabs her and she starts to like um, come off the the car. And to me, that's very disrespectful. You don't dance on someone's car. You can those things bent like they can get dense very easily. Oh, on top of it. On top of it. She was on top Shit. of it. I thought she was like grinding on the car. No, like, the bitch was on it with heels twerking. So he, so she's like <laughs> trying to like. I don't know what's happening, but she's trying to talk to him. He's like not having it, so he opens his trunk. He grabs something, puts it underneath in, the, in his back, and you, if you like pause it, like just enough, you can see he pulls a gun out. <gasps> and it looks almost exactly like a gun. I can't, you can't see it like one hundred, but it's like you can tell like how he's holding it, where he's holding it, and how he's hiding it. That he had pulled a gun out of his um his trunk, and like right before he's about to like do something, like you could tell he's about to do something within like next thirty seconds. Her friends are like, get on the bus, get on the bus, get on the bus. And so she like tries to shake his hand and he doesn't. He's pissed. And then she goes in the bus and then the video stops. Like she almost got shot at a fucking gig. I got to see that. Who's that, Aquaria? No, Miss Cracker. Miss Cracker. And that to mm -hmm. me just, just says she like, you're, yeah, it's a white mm -hmm. girl. Like it just says privilege written all over it and disrespect and just ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, man. And then there's another one where the other queen. Well, I don't even know if that's white girl privilege. That's just drag queens doing what they do. I don't know. If I was, I mean, it could be immaturity too, because yeah, I would never, just, yeah. even in regular person, like even drag or out of drag, I would never jump on someone's car and start oh. like fucking twerking on it. Isn't would, Bob the drag queen her mom? Like she should know better. Mm -hmm. She yeah. should know better. I don't know. For as much as RuPaul says, like he wants his queens to be educated, you would think that these bitches would also know how to like have manners and like learn how to respect people. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. You think? Do you guys think that that the drag race is creating a whole new generation of drag queens who don't give a fuck? The judges want to perform. They just want like D status fame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, with the rise of social media, I think every even before drag queens, I think everyone wants that. It's when you have like the gym folks, you know, the mo the like Instagram models. Like, there's so many people who just want to be famous for no reason. It started with like Kim Kardashian, you know, and around that time, people were just trying to like get famous out of their sex, like their sex tapes. Right, right. But like more specifically for the drag the community, drag like yeah, like maybe the I don't know, like I don't know, like the quality of drag queen have gone down instead of going up because of the show i th i think that when the show first started the resume for lack of a better word uh the actual drag performance uh, and the drag persona meant more than it does mm -hmm. now 
Now it's like, oh, who's the funniest in That's this tape? Point. Who's going to mm-hmm. give the best laughs? Who's going to give us the one-liners? Uh, she might be kind of, you know, Derek Berry, for example. Like, there's no reason she should have gone past episode two. But she was going to bring drama. So, of course, they kept her. And so now, with the status of the show on a very, like, steep rise, like, I mean, we've the show, the budget, everything is just skyrocketing right now. Yeah, I agree. They're They're not looking so much for the best of the best. They're looking for, okay, let me give you some that are awesome and are obviously going to win because they're going to slay everything. But then let me give you these queens who are just going to give you good TV. And they're not necessarily the best representations of the community or their style of drag. I don't think you can put all the blame on just RuPaul's Drag Race because you got to also consider, like, why aren't these queens going to their clubs? Maybe because they're getting paid $20, you know, a gig. A lip sync mm-hmm. who wants to spend like a hundred to like three hundred dollars on makeup just to work at a nightclub who's gonna pay you like 20 bucks 40 bucks or expect you to do it for free whenever you can just go on drag race rack up that like price and then go do your gigs yeah but, but that these... didn't stop queens before though yeah no like that's part of earning your stars and stripes that's you know going out there and and putting your blood sweat and tears into your craft you know, but, but what i'm saying is like why bother through that step whenever you can find it like i don't think it has everything to do with it i think if the clubs were paying more attention and cared more about their their um talent then you probably would have more people like gravitated to the clubs and trying to earn that experience and maybe not like i could get experience just like <laughs> practicing in my like in my studio right learn how to get all that crafts you know, like all the skills, like everything, like locked down tight. I might not have an audience for it, but I can still get all that talent done. You know, yeah. I don't need the bar but for that. You know, it's different though. It's, if you can, you can practice your ass off and think that you look like a fucking superstar in your room, and then you go out in front of someone and you're like, "I'm about to kill this," and then everyone's looking at their phone with their back towards you. That sort of humility is what builds character and is what builds you as a performer. You know what? I thought I was doing great. Damn. No one's looking at me. I better go back to my room and I better go do this fucking 10 times better. And that that humility is required. You'd think every time Bianca went on stage, people were laughing. No. Nope. There's no way. It took they years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she. Do you not think though? Do you not think that you can kind of get a sense? You can kind of get a sense of that as well through your YouTube comments because people have no problem speaking how much like something sucks. It's or they different hate. though. Anyone can say anything behind. No, it's it's when yeah. you're out in the club and you think you're about to give it your all, and then half of the club's on their phone. No one tips you. No one's looking at you. That's a whole different type of humility that is required for every performer. But if you're if you're getting that and you're only getting paid $20, do you think you'd want to go through all that? Then that means you're only doing it for the money and not for the art and the love of it. Lots of people do this stuff for money. Doesn't mean you're not good at it or shouldn't and do it. And that's what separates the good queens from the bad queens. I don't know. No, I, I think I know. I think there's a very big difference between oh, I'm doing this for money or oh, I'm doing this because this is my well, heart. Well, how many and people? My soul how many people? How many people have you heard that are really big drag queens and now say they hate it and they no longer do it out of passion or love anymore? They only do it because of the money. If you can name one, I can't. Not off the top of my head, girl. You put me on the spot, bitch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's, okay, guys. I, we, they're we can out go there, at, though. We can they're, go at it for but hours. They're what out do y'all there. think? What do y'all think? Let yeah, me, let can, me, it, yeah. Let me. Okay. <laughs> it's about. Okay, another point to add on that. You're heated, Eric. Go for it. Yeah. No. <laughs> go ahead. Your face. Go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's about supply and demand, you know. And it's like, all there's over mm. a, a hundred and. 12 queens now that have gone through RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever. So people are going to want to just go see the Ru girls. And then if they discover another girl, then that's what's going to happen. I mean, okay, this show is already on VH1. 
this last season of All-Stars is the most seen, not because it's the best season of Drag Race or mm -hmm. it's the best queens. It's just because now these queens are sitting down and interviewing on Entertainment Tonight every night. Because drag queens are mainstream now. They're mainstream, right? They're on Wendy Williams. They're just like, they're on Ellen or whatever. So that's a lie. Ellen is probably transphobic. But... Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so, so in a way, RuPaul is, I mean, the show is fucking up. No, go ahead. Sorry. RuPaul is fucking up local drag scenes because now you have to go through the system of, of RuPaul's drag race to, to make that coin, you know, Maybe what's going to happen is, okay, if you're not a RuPaul's Drag Race queen, you're still you're getting paid a little bit more now because the gap between what they're paying, you know, Alaska versus, uh, you know, lo local queen, the local queens is so big that they are paying them more. But I don't know. I think it's I think it's creating kind of this vicious cycle. But I think Aqu Aquaria had a big following. So I imagine if she could yeah. bring a crowd and she wasn't on the show yet. I think you have to work. You have to be. A good, you have to market yourself well enough because if she's working, yeah. I'd imagine she's not going to get paid like a hundred dollars. She's probably got a bigger like price tag because she yeah. like can bring in that crowd because she is on social media marketing herself and gaining this audience. That's all that RuPaul Drag Race does. It might be like a little bit of a school, but it gives you an audience and a fan base like already there because you're you're exposed to so many people. But if you could do that on your own, I don't think you need that as well. Absolutely. Uh, what's another one? Uh, Vicky Vox was never on the show. Granted, she hung out with like Willem oh, and, and so all the time. Good. But she's someone that the drag community knows because she can slay a lip sync like no one's business. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it also Vic does uh, say, you know, she did hang out with Willem and detox and all that. But still, yeah. never been on the show and people know her name. That's why I was shocked when Mayhem got on the show because I thought she was another Vicky Vox. Like I mm -hmm. knew her. I've known her for years. Mm -hmm. And I thought she, I didn't know that she applied every year and didn't make it in. I saw that on one of the previews. Oh, really? And yeah, she's like crying to the judges, like I've applied every year and this is my first time on the stage or whatever. So, uh, yeah, but there's not many there's not many queens like that, you know. I mean, there's the old school queens like Lady Bunny and Jackie Bead and Hecklina and all them. But as far as the new queens, most of them have to be. Most of them we know because they're aligned with a Ru with a Ru girl. Mm -hmm. It's like Aquarius, Sharon Needles. I mean, I uh, you know I knew about. Oh my gosh, I forgot her name. Shoot. Vixen. Vixen um, is like friends yes. of Shay. I knew about Vixen because of Shay, mm -hmm. and you know that's why I know about Tranika Rex and all them, like because they're all friends in mm -hmm. Chicago. Yeah, Tranika Rex, I think so. is good friends with um Ava. Dis is Ava Destruction in this one? Have I just been seeing her a lot lately on on YouTube? I don't know, but Tranika is one of the big Chicago queens. Like she's one of the yeah, big, one of the big ones. Yeah. Um, anyway, what were we talking yeah. about? <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. the last episode. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, you still haven't gotten three. that cough check? No. <laughs> <laughs> she listened. I know. I'm tweeting no, every time I listen to an episode. I'm like tweeting you something about the episode. I know. Just, what did you tweet us last time? My, um, so well, I did. My nickname is Negro. Oh, yeah. Uh, did you ever answer the question? Um, I yes, I did. Oh. <laughs> I forgot what I said. I forgot what you said, too. <laughs> it was probably a lie. <laughs> All right, so we should get back on track on the show, yeah? I mean, what else is there to say about the finale? Know. Just it happened. We can talk about the Lukes, or we could talk about the music video. 
Um, we totally skipped over all that stuff. <laughs> well, and, well, I think it's good. We're, we're examining, you know, this sort of does change everything. This this mm-hmm. was something that changes the way the show might function from now on. And That's so why I can't wait to important. watch. And you know what? For all you hoes saying that Trixie Mattel is part Native American, go <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> did fuck you, guys, you. Did you guys see the, you all the, way. the picture where they put Wallace's head on Trixie's body? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I fucking lived. I, I was like... <gasps> Is that, that Trixie? Was so good. Let I me show died. Bobolito right it now. So good. It was so fucking that we hilarious. Get a true reaction. I, mean, oh I think God. there is some merit to the fact that she is, you know, Native American, but also half of the queens that have been that have won are of color, and the half aren't. So I, I, I sometimes I don't see the argument there mm-hmm. because half of the queens that have won have been colored, and the half aren't. I think it's like just Bianca Del Rio Hispanic. I think it's I just mean, specific to All Stars where they probably no, want to see a little more diversity. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Oh, Hall of Fame. I, no, I will. I, I will say all the winners from the regular seasons have been. It's been diverse. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been very diverse. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I want. I want to come back to this idea of white mediocrity with Trixie because, yes, she's not. She wasn't. She doesn't deserve to win the season. But from for us to say it's white mediocrity, I mean, she's a fucking bitch. No one said white. Queen. Yeah. You said white. I'm saying it because I've heard it. <laughs> I've heard it like five, six Wait, times. Well, here's the, show the thing. Ended. She even mentioned it during the show where she said that she deserved to be here for what, uh, what she had done outside of the show. But for me, what you do outside of the show has nothing to do with this competition because what this is is saying: Can you meet these challenges and exceed? And she couldn't meet these challenges and exceed, like ex- excel. And so that's why I say mediocrity in, within the show. She didn't deliver anything that was stand out throughout the entire season. To me, like you did not deserve this crown because of what you brought. It has something to do with what you bring into it, just what you're giving mm-hmm. us. So and then, I think a lot of her reasoning was that why she deserved to be on top was because of she had to show and what all the things she did outside of it. And yeah. I don't understand why she was bringing that into play. So who? what's a queen that you think is more deserving from previous seasons then, based on what they did on the show? Previous seasons? Yeah. I don't remember them, though, girl. I have a bad memory. Yeah. Throw it to them and I think about it. I mean, Mariah Balenciaga, Dita Ritz. Oh, like, Dita Ritz. So yeah. Oh, my God. Dita is one of my favorites of all time. Um, let's see. Is, um, Hanny, uh, Stacey Lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was going to be they the 10th queen. They didn't need to bring all of the fucking, the realest queens. Mm-hmm. Bring bring back my real queen. <laughs> I would have. Summers Madison. Where you at, girl? <laughs> Excuse me, Nicole Page Brooks, Nicole get Page your ass Brooks, on stage. Yeah. That would be the realest season yeah. right there. Uh, All fuck those... these hosts. Bring me back Jaden Dior Fierce or whatever her name was. Oh my God. Oh yeah, she she's was, so amazing. She's a good lip singer. Oh. Sounds like oh, no. you want less uh, suburban and more. Oh. If it was a oh, look God. season, I would so have many. loved uh, for Pearl to come back only because if you follow her on Instagram, mm. her look is beyond. Like, I am literally. Dead, dead, dead. Every time she posts a photo on Instagram, Pearl. But, yeah, but oh. only for looks, not for acting say, or anything else. Yeah. Give not for only for else. looks, yeah. not for life. Yeah, just bring her back to look pretty. <laughs> That's why. Like I just think it's weird that I mean, or kimchi. The show, the show, RuPaul's Drag Race has been around for ten years now, so the show has already outgrown what it means to be a drag queen. So mm-hmm. the fact that the the challenges aren't evolving, you know, like. I can't believe there hasn't been a social media challenge, something attached to social media and like likes or something or like 
the idea that they have to lip sync for their lives when there's so many drag queens now that don't lip sync, you know, they sing live, they tell jokes, they perform like, yeah, lip sync is a part of the history or whatever. Um, but I don't know to base it on a bullshit acting challenge and then have them lip sync, which like you saw Trixie Mattel. She can't lip sync or dance. That's not her, or dance. That's not that's not her gig. Her gig is just to look funny and be funny. That's it. Yep. And that's fine. That's 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 great. There ne- there needs to be queens. There is queens like that, you know. Like Jackie B can't dance, but she sings funny songs, you know. Anyway, but when you're good, I, you can just sit there and just adapt. move your lips, and it can be like the greatest performance ever. Yeah, like when you're can. good, you're good. And I'm thinking of why am I missing her name? Natural woman performance. Latrice, oh, Latrice, Latrice Royale. Royale. That you, bitch can can move me to tears, and she doesn't have to move. I don't ever want to yeah. see her in person. Oh, I not. would just smelt. <laughs> would melt. Did y'all notice that this lip sync paralleled that lip sync when she sent home the little Latina girl because the little Latina girl was kind of dancing all over the place and doing like all these different ballet moves, and then she was just standing that's there. That's exactly what I was thinking, yes. And, and that that's exactly what happened with Kennedy and Trixie. Trixie was just standing yes. there, and then Kennedy yes. was just like dancing around her. I was like, oh, Kennedy, you're going to lose. Have you not seen fucking Latrice Royale do a lip yes. sync? And I was like, oh, damn it. And I knew the second I saw that happen, she was not going to win. Also, what a whack-ass song to like to determine the <laughs> crowd. Wrecking Ball? That's really? like, a, oh, like a fucking like. Amen. Oh, I was like, what the Which fuck Which reminds is me, did this? you guys did you guys saw what um, supposedly what Shangela was planning to do with that song? No, yes. I wanted to, no, I wanted I to know what that. it was. Did she have like wings come out or something? <laughs> No. no, creo que si iba a sacar una piñata de la cola or something like that. <laughs> no joke. She was going to have like balloons on her titties that she was going to pop. So like glitter and like um, another gimmick, another gimmick. Um, yeah. Uh, Trixie had a gimmick with her fucking hair coming out. Yeah, which was messy. Um, oh. and, and it was like one strand. Like, really? Yeah, she, she had, had like a piñata half of a bundle. What the fuck, bitch? Like, you should have got a whole wig and tore it off. Yeah. You should look like fucking and, Barbie with like patches all over like the place. But apparently she had a piñata in her ass and she was going to take it out and smash it as, <laughs> as Wrecking Ball was happening. Like, she, she had I don't a, know if she was making that shit up, but I was like, no. no like no. that would have been the moment where the show <laughs> jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, piñata out of her ass just... <laughs> And then she would have been like, I'm like 14th Latino. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. I'm, I'm a 30 second. <laughs> you know, I, I know how y'all were mentioning earlier about how has this show make queens lazy or some shit like that or like from not performing. What I will say about this, what RuPaul Drag Race has done for me is expect so much more from my local queens. And I don't know if that's fair because when I don't see them come out like a runway show like Maxi Challenge and looking fucking amazing, having feathers come out of their fucking butthole and in like glitter falling <laughs> from the skies. I feel a little disappointed from a show. I feel like a little like, oh, I paid money. Like, I don't know. Mm. And I feel like maybe that's n- not so much their fault as my fault, but uh, maybe it's part of their fault as well that I expect so much more. And maybe that's not fair to the local queens as well. Well, and also you have to you have to gauge your local point. queens and, and, and you, know, you have to realize, OK, if I go see this queen, this is what I'm going to get. If I go see this queen, this is what I'm going to get. So it's also about knowing, you know, we have a, a local show called Poo Poo Platter here. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the queens infamously shit out Easter eggs on Easter. 
And so, you know, if you want that shock value, you you have to know where to find it. Yeah. And then if you want someone who's just going to do Tony Braxton, you know, in a great, cute number, you know, you go to this club because, you know, that's what you're going to get. And I got excited when you said Tony Braxton. Tony I'm like, Braxton. yes. That was my I, first album I've ever bought my entire life was Secrets. And Unbreak My Heart was my favorite song ever. Um, so bring it back to the episode. How do you all feel about that only one person chose Shangela and pretty much everybody chose Kennedy? Like, do you think something happened do you think Kennedy There's, delivered that grand of a like a, you know? I got I got to encerrado. I feel like that interview was much longer, and it was edited for us to think that she was gonna get chosen, or they edited Shangela the whole entire season to make it seem like she was gonna win and she was great, and maybe the whole entire time she was just shady and a bitch, and we just didn't get to see that, so we were surprised at the end. That's what I think it happened because that's crazy. An in anonymous, I mean, como se dice? Unanime, like everybody voted the same way against her when she was the best. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Well, I think it's fair to say that your first choice is going to automatically be your friend and who you want to see go. And then the second choice that was shocked me is like, out of respect for your competitors, I would have picked Shangela no matter what, whether I hated her or not. Yeah, like, exactly. Because it's respected at her and the competition. I'd be like, you're at least going to get one point for me. And I think that should have been like for everyone just because mm-hmm. of what's going in. So it does seem like a little, a little fishy, right? Like maybe. Well, it does. But did you get the vibe that she was like being mean, that she would have been mean? I feel like no, she was playing I- the game. The, and so she knew not to be mean. So I don't think she, she was mean outside of the she show. Was, she was shady as fuck in every single commentary. Every single one of them. But do they see so that again, or hear that? I don't know. But every, I mean, but also everyone's shady in those commentaries. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we didn't get to see the real Shangela. Well, I guess I know how That's Game of Thrones I, ends. I think, I, think people <laughs> just, I think people are just annoyed by her and they didn't pick her. I mean, like regardless, right? She should have won if she, she was shady won. or not. But, and then there's all these people saying like, "Oh, she's gonna be just fine. Don't worry. She's already rich. She's already famous." I'm like that's not the fucking point. She's the <laughs> best drag queen on that show. She should have won. Yeah. And if you want to talk about like growth on the show, look at her ass on the first season. She didn't have lotion on those <laughs> oh fucking <my> elbows, bitch. <laughs> And then to what she is now, wow. Like, and I think if there's incredible. any if I think there's any queen that truly represents what RuPaul's drag race is, it's her. More Definitely. than any other drag queen in this history history. Who's more of famous the show. than Shangela out of all the queens? Trixie and Katya. No. I don't think so. I mean not in the drag community, but like in Bitch, general, yeah. Uh Shangela was on Glee, like she was on. She's like on, That's on. True. She's on national television on like the four channels that people get across the world. You, you know what I mean? So like, you think she's the most? She's I the think mo- so. I think she's the most successful queen out of them all. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I, how I long is how long is Trixie and Katya gonna last? Man. And you know, Katya. I mean, those shows weren't even. Those shows aren't even that good either. Like, <laughs> they're really good now with Bob. Oh, Have I've only seen, seen one, and it was funny. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. Bob. Bob's good. Bob needs his own show. Mm-hmm. He does. Bob and Tammy. I think Tammy Brown. Anyway, look at this energy. We're all just so sad. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I was just, to be honest, he I was, was really disturbed. I was just sad. When that happened, I couldn't believe it, especially because we were in Tucson hanging out with all these badass, like, queer POCs. And we're like, all right, Team Shanji 
or all of us, all, all of us. us. And then we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Team Kennedy. She did so good on that video. <laughs> Who cares? You know what? BB, whatever. She's amazing too. You know, we're, we're just like, they're just better not put another white queen in there. Yeah. And of course that's what happened. And everybody, it was just like silence. So who did you have like to see in lip sync on the top two from the four? Shangela and, uh, Kennedy. And Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Oh my God. That, that would have been, been amazing. Good. Yeah. Did y'all that see the good. the um, GoFundMe for Shangela? $100,000, the GoFundMe. Someone oh, had started no. it for her. Yeah, because <laughs> she was that robbed. That was the white game. <laughs> <laughs> they started a GoFundMe for her. I don't know who did it, uh, but it was someone had donated $35 in it already when, when I saw it. So do you all watch <laughs> oh um, What You Packing? It's like the after show with Michelle Visage. <gasps> I haven't seen it yet. Oh, okay. Shangela? Yeah. And so, oh, oh do you want me, I won't say anything. We watching that after this. Okay, I haven't seen I it. I won't say anything if you want me to. But I don't mind. I don't know about them. Do you mind? Let's do it. Okay, go for it. So she talks to her, and she's super shocked how like no one chose her, and everyone chose Kennedy. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like you know these twists are, you know RuPaul's in the back. Like girl, guess, guess what I'm about to fucking do to these queens? <laughs> Make them choose the top two. She's acting super shocked. Like the Michelle. Patch, yeah, Michelle is. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like. You knew this was coming. Actually, to be honest, uh, I think she's actually being honest, I should say, because she's talked about this on the RuPaul podcast Uh where the judge, the judges aren't, they just are literally there to judge and then they leave. Like they, they're not given notes or anything. They just see the challenge and they see the runway and then they go home. Do you think to all the Queens because she's touring with them all the time. So she probably doesn't want to know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But that's like RuPaul's best friend. Do you think he's not going to tell her? It's not going to come up. Bitch, you think, you think he actually talks to Michelle? (laughs) (laughs) That's also a lie. Just like her eyebrows. and Just like her hairline. Good. Oh my God. Okay. There, I this is some tea right here. So I was listening to Grizzly Kiki, which is another show where they do they do recaps, and they're talking about not this episode, but the previous episode. I think the one with Morgan in it when she came back. Mm -hmm. They actually digitally blurred out RuPaul's hairline. Did you see that? Did you guys talk about Uh, that? Well, I know I saw the image online though, and I'm like, oh, that yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like you mean Delta work? You mean the, yeah, Delta, um, Delta ain't working apparently. She ain't. <laughs> Delta break. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. They they went in and digitally paint like blurred in every in every scene that she's in her wig line so that it matched her skin. I, see, this makes me sad because RuPaul normalized drag queens, and for that she's always gonna be my hero. But now, like. Between the comments and this, and now everybody's starting to throw shade, and I'm like, girl, just like retirate, like retire, like you already did mm-hmm. such good things for humanity. Did you, you know catch that saying? shade Zaldi threw oh. on the last episode? Mm-hmm. That dress, that dress was awful. That was bad. Oh, that was a really bad dress. The plaid RuPaul's like, dress. The plaid dress. RuPaul's mm-hmm. dress looked like a deconstructed Morgan's dress. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh yeah. But she never really mm-hmm. actually looks amazing with her dress. Like her makeup can look good, but for the most part, she's never really like looked amazing with the dress. Uh, when Matthew Anderson was in charge of her, yes. No. Yes. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Fight me, bitch. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because Matthew Anderson left after what season? It was like season six, maybe, or seven, and then Raven and Delta took over. 
after season seven or eight. Yeah. And then RuPaul had that real rough period where it was like, oh, you're not that, looking too good. That one <laughs> where, he, where he had the red um, licorice looking dress with like heavy dark um, eyeshadow. I'll never forget that look in my entire life. It was yeah. horrible. She didn't have a whole upper lip for once. <laughs> I, I heard about that. I you remember that? I watched like, on my phone. Where'd her upper lip go? <laughs> I don't know. Odyssey, I know, but I think you have a good point. I think it's, I think she's probably like maybe she's jumped the shark. You know, like it's time for her to go. Do you think this uh, the the eliminated queens picking the top two is a rule decision, a rude decision, or a producer decision? Oh, producers, producers. I'm gonna I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt because nobody else is these days. Yeah. I really think it's the producers. Do you mm. think she was mad that Shangela wasn't on the top two? I think she. I think you can tell by her face. I think she was like legitimately like. Oh, fuck. I'm surprised you didn't bring yeah. up like Ben this yeah. entire episode. Like how fucking amazing were her her faces and her and her look. Like I thought, like oh my god, here, here's our winner. Why did you? Fucking oh, and that red number that you yes. know she would have worn for the red to filth. Mm-hmm. Like, and she didn't and say anything. Her her eyes said everything. She was just like her arched eyebrow, bitch. Mm. She was red tea. <laughs> uh. You know what though? That's the thing too. If Ben would have been in the top, and if Ben would have won. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have even blinked. I would have just I wouldn't I was like, oh well, I guess there's three white queens now, but you know what? Ben really ben deserved that. Killed she killed it. Show. Like that was incredible. Oh, I had no idea. I had no clue she was that so, amazing. So now I think what you're saying, Babalito, is yeah, I think I'm more upset because Bri- Brixie. <laughs> Trixie <laughs> brought <laughs> she brought just like mediocre shit. Mm-hmm. She looked amazing. She's really funny. She's talented in what she does. But she didn't but compared do good in the to, show. Yeah. Compared to what Ben comes through with, uh-huh. oh my nothing. God. It doesn't compare. Yeah. Uh-huh. It doesn't compare. It's like you see what Trixie can be, and then while you look at Trixie, you're like, why aren't you there yet? If you're the winner, this is what your standard should be, and it's not. It's like, um, I, I believe a few weeks back, you had Joe on the show, and he mentioned Trixie's great, just not on the show stage and not on the show. Like she's great when she's with the camera set up and doing her whole vice thing, or she's uh, great when she's doing other things. But when it comes to actual drag race, it's mm-hmm. not her forte. It just says on where she signs. Because what she does, she can do in and out of drag, and it still be funny and it still be awesome. But it doesn't having her in drag doesn't. Add. She should just have a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 My brothers yeah, came out a little bit. <laughs> I was like, did they see that? <laughs> I don't know. I think part of her her um her her humor has to do with her face looks. So like I think she works well on TV like web shows, um, but just not in competitive shows. Yeah. All right. So I agree. are you hoping for another season soon, uh, or do you think we should? I think we should I go from an all stars like break. Years. Yeah, all stars. Yeah. They need break. A, they need at least a couple years break, man. Yeah, like, because because yeah, I think it was too soon like for three season years, three. four years. Yeah, they're not gonna do yeah. that. RuPaul's trying to make that money, honey. Yeah, honey. but can you imagine Andy. it with like Shay and Trinity and whoever else is good from this season? Kimchi. Um, yeah, kimchi. If you get peppermint, like if you get all those sick ass queens. Dita Ritz. Dita Ritz. Yeah. Oh, no, I saw her I'm her her um, Johnny McGovern hey. episode. Um, yeah, um, so I was like, Ooh. I didn't, I forgot no. about her. I was like, who's this bitch? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh. we haven't. Never forget. <laughs> we, had her the, we had her in the. Well, I mean, for like she a was second. on our RuPaul drag, uh, RuPaul DragCon episode. Yeah, we interviewed oh, okay. her at her booth. 
because I can be I can be depressed about to kill myself, and all I have to do is watch that lip sync, and I'm back. Oh, that it's is so good. It's so the, she does good. a little sidestep, remember? When she's like going across the stage, the one yeah, with she goes uh, to church. Natalie Cole. After everybody's waving yeah, around. Yeah, excited. Just thinking yeah. everybody's yeah. waving around their white handkerchiefs. Yeah. yeah. With Natalie Cole, right? Yeah. That's I think the so. Yeah. 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 Oh. That was a good one. See, I'm already in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say her name. We. Yeah. Uh, what, what's that um, Voldemort reference? Like, she who we shall we shall not name. Yeah. yeah. I feel like saying her name out loud just puts me like in a mood. Like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna say her name for a while. Mm-hmm. Are you guys Who's ready me? to wrap this up? Yeah, let's let's do it. Wait, so real quick, uh, who are y'all excited for for next season? Is there anyone that pops out for season ten? Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah, I was like, super excited for I Mayhem. See. Monet <laughs> Exchange. I think she's amazing. Is Tranica on or no? Or the, uh, no. no. Okay, sorry. Tranica <laughs> is not on. <laughs> is Ava Destruction uh, on there? No. Okay. Vixen. Yes, that's mine. Uh, and the Asian one, Hamasaki or whatever. Yeah. Yahua, Yahua. Yeah, Yahua Hamasaki. Yeah. Um, I I like her. Yeah. I on purpose didn't have not watched all the videos of the new queens. I'm like, I don't know them. I don't want to know them. There's I want to be from, surprised. I don't know one, Mayhem because I've been following. There's for one for Albuquerque. See, I don't want to know. Like I want to <laughs> watch. I want to be riveted by RuPaul like I used to before. So because season happen, season nine, I, I would say was a return to form. It was after eight and seven. I think season nine was definitely returned to form. The I, whole... hope, I hope it gets better. Yeah. If it doesn't, are y'all going to keep watching? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to keep watching. Well, it's only it's like this new Love Simon movie that came out. Like it looks really like you know young and and probably kind of a cliche romantic things. But I think as long as as a community, if we keep supporting shows like this and, and spending mm-hmm. our money to watch movies about queer things, even if we don't like it. Even if it's hate watching, no, because it shows it's like, it's the no, same but it shows with... TV networks there's an audience for that, and that allows more queer shows to be available. Maybe, on but also it's like this whole thing with Trixie is like, are you saying that like mediocre crap is good? Am I gonna spend? Is it worth my money? No, it's not worth my money. Just because it's gay doesn't mean it has it can't be good. Give me great Hashtag gay, gay shit. Excellence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I agree with it, I agree with both of you, and I, I think that we should celebrate the show, but we sh- we need to also challenge the show and yes. RuPaul yeah. because yeah. this transphobic shit it ain't cute, mm-hmm. it ain't hot, it ain't cool, it ain't look warm. Like it's not nice, and it's it's like that's gonna carry on to like regular like hetero people that watch the show, and and this like this transphobia on the show, it, it's got to go, you know? So I hope that the show after this season grows in that aspect to show America that the gay community stands behind the trans people that, that are literally on the fucking front lines fighting for gay rights, but all the white gays forget about that all so, the time. Sorry. No, okay. girl, you're good. Preach, you're good. Yeah, preach, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Including RuPaul, because she thinks she's white now. Right? Mm-hmm. She always yeah. has thought that. That's anyway. the problem. But yeah, I'm excited for season 10. I'm a little excited. Not we'll crazy see. excited about it. But... Yeah. Okay. All right, can, we watch, can we watch an episode and like live record? Oh, I would love like that. With us? Like, like what us we four? do right now, but actually watching. I would love that. I yeah. don't know because you guys have a different time zone, right? 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Unless, we'll, like, just have to, we'll just have to do it. Well, it'd have to be like the day after, so we could just like purchase the video and then just watch at the same time. <laughs> I bought last yeah. season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. Again. I'm gonna buy it again yeah. too. Yeah. We yeah. Could do that. Yeah. I'd be down. For I'm sure. down. Yeah, yeah let's do sure. it. I'm down. Yeah, we yeah. should sketch because that will be so much fun. Yeah. Even if like the audio end up sucking, but like just watching it with you guys will be so cool. No, I'll mm-hmm. set it up. I'll put a mic. I'll put a fucking camera, and I'll like record us as we like watch it and then we'll record we'll have like two different feeds going on yeah i'll be down for sure yeah i'll be down yeah that sounds great awesome. idea. Yeah, let's, plan it. let's plan it let's plan it uh we can't do premiere because we should uh we yeah. have some stuff but we should pick like a really good like big episode like yeah part of me okay. wants to say snatch game but lately yeah. they've been so disappointing well, yes. but it could yes. be really good i think that would be a good one that sounds awesome yeah so I know we never officially um, introduced these guys. You want to like no, let, no, could, let, yeah, let the children know? I did the introduction. Well, I just want to say, Babelito and Fabi Fab, thank you so much for coming on the show and yes, expressing yes, your yes. feelings. Um, yeah, because I was a little emotional and I'm in distraught, and I'm so happy that I wasn't the only one who felt the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. We're uh, here with you, sister. Yeah. So if you guys want to um, follow um, Fabi Fab and Babelito, they, you can catch them on the run, the rundown. You can catch them. <laughs> 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 I mean, you can catch them on the rundown. Yeah. You can catch them on Latinos Who Lunch. Let's see, iTunes, thelatinosolunch.com, on Stitcher, and then you're on Spotify, and what else? We're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Podbean. Tune in. Tune in, all that Ooh. shit. Yeah. Instagram, Twitter. Do you got a Tumblr? No. No. You're like, but we'll get, we're going to get one. <laughs> we have a Tumblr now. Look at that. Yeah. That's how easy it is. Yeah. And we're the Rundown Everybody's Drag Race. Um, as always, my co-host Anthony is here with me. My name is Eric. You guys can email us at stirentertainment.com or at stirentertainment at gmail.com or the Rundown Everybody's Drag Race at gmail.com. Anthony, any final words you want to give us? No, I'm excited for next season, yeah. though. Any final word, guys, before we head out? Thank you so much for having us. Um, and hopefully this is the first, for me, of many. So thank you so much. Yes, right. your friend, I agree. We should definitely do the live recording thing. I think that is a yes. great idea. Yeah. <laughs> All awesome. right, guys. I'll see you later. Bye. 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 What? I have it on. This is good. I'm gonna wait to see that talking shit. I'm like, oh. what are you bitches gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, I know, bitch. Bye. <laughs>